0: Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. I am your host, Jim Brangenberg. I've got a guest host in in studio today because my voice is just about worn out. We've got Ross Harrop with C12 Group, Tampa Bay, and uh, he is going to be helping me out with our interviews today. Many thanks to Chris Dunn, who will be manning our studio controls today. Please check out our website to find out more about the mission called I Work For Him. That's www.iwork4him.com 4 himcom iworkforhim.com. And in case you want to catch up, an archive of all of our past shows is available on the WTIS1110.com website. Click on shows, click on I work for him in the bottom right hand corner. You can get a list and listen to all of the shows since last April when we started. You may ask, why are we doing the I Work For Him show? Well today I'll tell you, because it is a commitment we've made to Tampa Bay to try to impact Christian business owners and Christian employees to help them be equipped to better bring Jesus into their workplace. To get a a view of what their workplace looks like and how it can be a mission field. And I'm here because I love you guys listening out there because my voice is, like I said, just about gone. All right, Tampa Bay's got over 3 million people on any given Sunday who will never go to church, but they go to work on a Monday morning. You may be the only Jesus those people ever meet. Whether you're a Christian business owner or you're a Christian employee, it doesn't matter. You guys need to be Jesus every day as you go to work. Some people get called. They'll go overseas to be in the mission field. Some people get called to the pastorate. But the rest of us are called to our cubicles. And that's what this show is all about. Being called to your cubicle. You know, a little bit of perspective. I'm a business owner. I work for him as my business. It describes what I do. It is definitely my passion. But I'm not an expert. I'm a guy just like you. A normal person. Just like one of the disciples. Just normal people in this battle fighting with you. Fighting along with you to understand God's role in my business each and every day. Today we have a special day. We have Tom and Pam Wolf with us today with Identity and Destiny. They are joining us along with Ross Harrop with C12 Tampa Bay to talk about their incredible program called Identity and Destiny. What is your identity in Christ? What is your destiny in Christ? And both Ross and I have been through this workbook, been through this program, and it's made an incredible impact on in our lives. And we want you, our listeners, to find out about this and to go through this program because it is life-changing, perhaps the best workbook-based pro- program, of course, based on scripture that I've ever been through my entire life. So, Tom and Pam Wolf, welcome to the show today. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: And Ross Harrop? Thank you for pinch hitting with me today. For being the voice
2: that sounds normal. For those who listen to Jim every Monday uh, afternoon, uh, you are looking for that uh, that voice. And those of us who know him well on a day to day basis, um, this is uh, this is a gift today that uh, that Jim (laughs) is a little quieter, (laughs) a little slower. Thank you for Benadryl. uh, So hey, it's great to have you both here. And uh, Tom, you've been a a coach to me over the last uh, couple of. Years with uh, with the C12 group, Pam. It's good to, to finally meet you. Thank you. And uh, so, anybody you want to shout out to here and over the airwaves? Well,
3: we have uh, seventy licensed facilitators who are from Alaska to Barbados and Toronto to the tip of Texas, and we hope that many of them are listening because we sent out an email and we said to our Facebook fans, of which we have ten thousand hey, we're gonna be on the air, listen if you can. So maybe. hopefully there's some family and friends in that group too. <laughs> uh, maybe
1: those
2: grandkids that uh, I saw pictures of.
1: I know my 89 year old mother's on. All right, <laughs> Hi, well, mom. <laughs> welcome
2: mom. Hey, um, tell us about your journey, or at least introduce us to how Jesus Christ impacted your life and where it all began. Uh, because I know that that's really at the, uh, at the foundation of uh, of this great uh, identity and destiny uh, uh, workbook. So tell us, Pam. We're going to start with you.
1: Uh, we'll start with me. Um, Tom and I both are what uh, the church calls late calls late life believers. Um, I grew up uh, what the church now would call unchurched. Went to church on Christmas and Easter and didn't know that there was anything more or less to it than that. Yeah. Um, didn't know until. Um, really the best of times in my life and the worst of times in my life came together. Things were great on the resume, job was great, finances were great, life was going along very well, but at the same time that that was happening I had a son who had begun a 10-year foray into uh, addiction and drugs and alcohol. And as those two things came together I finally came to a place where I was finally at the end of myself and couldn't carry the burden alone, didn't know how to get answers, couldn't, couldn't, uh, couldn't change something that I so desperately as a mother wanted to help and change. And uh, a, a neighbor invited me to a neighborhood Bible study and it was hosted by a woman with Campus Crusade for Christ And uh, she would say now that uh, I had a bullseye on my forehead. I just didn't know it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, over a course of about six months, um, I began to study God's Word. And I can tell you in my own life, there is power in God's Word. Amen. And as the power began to work and the Spirit began to move, um, I just wanted to know more about Jesus and more about this Holy Spirit. And uh, there came a day when... I finally um, looked at Grace. Her name was Grace, by the way. Wow, yeah. <laughs> you got to love that. Yeah. Um, and she said, well, have you ever invited Jesus to be your Lord and Savior? And I said, I, I'm not sure. I don't know if I have. And she said, we can do that right now. Yeah. And on that day, I, I bowed the knee, and nothing's been the same ever since.
2: Wow. that's What a great, great story. And now you're moving mountains for other people Hallelujah. through this great <laughs> book. Yeah. So, Tom, how tell us uh, your story. Well, mine's not quite as
3: dramatic as Pam's. <laughs> But uh, I think it would resonate with a lot of people. I was uh, born in Pennsylvania, raised by German Catholic parents, went to Catholic grade school, Catholic high school, actually went to Catholic college, Mm. and uh, was so sick of religion that when I got out into the world I didn't want anything to do with it. Mm. So I proceeded to pursue a career, live a very, Secular life, I guess you would say, oriented around uh, achieving power, prestige, money, built several businesses, was very successful in the eyes of the world. And uh, Pam and I were together, and uh, she came to Christ, and I was like, wow, I've heard all this. And uh, I got in a Bible study uh, because of her. And a book that really impacted me was Man in the Mirror. Mm -hmm. It gave me a new insight. Nuances of understanding and learning that I never got in theology classes of what it meant to have a personal relationship with Jesus. And we were at a conference one time where a guy said, if you'd like to have that personal relationship with Jesus, you need to just pray that right now. And I did. And uh, it was uh, immediately impactful, immediate changes in my life. So I wasn't at a low point. I was actually at a high point. I had um, more success than I ever thought that I'd have more money than I ever thought that I'd have. So I wasn't at the bottom, I was at the top, and he tapped me on the shoulder and said, okay, you come with me. And it's been a great ride ever since.
2: Jim is fond of saying, "This isn't about religion. This is about that personal relationship exactly. with Jesus Christ." Amen. And you both just shared Amen. that. Yes. Yeah, I,
0: I love that because when you said you're sick of religion, I'm sick of religion. <laughs> Religious <laughs> religion scares the living daylights out of people, and, and we've got the man in the mirror people coming on here in March. Oh, right. so you know, fantastic. Okay. Yeah. So,
2: so tell us a little bit more. You gave us just uh, is a little bit of insight into your success as as you mm-hmm. would describe it at the time. Tell us a little bit about both of you, your your business back ground and what prepared you to to really walk others through uh, through this workbook
3: well I'm very entrepreneurial and from the time I was 30 I started building businesses of which I've built about five six and sold them and uh, I was at a point where I was doing some coaching and consulting with uh, entrepreneurs and it was okay wasn't very exciting for me wasn't very gratifying So all of a sudden, the Lord started bringing information across my desk about purpose. I guess I was looking for my own purpose. And he says, "Okay, I'll show you. Well, after reading about 40 books and doing several seminars, I came to the idea that this could help a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And with that, we proceeded to develop identity and destiny as a tool to answer those questions. Who am I and why am I here?
2: So, you took that entrepreneurial spirit and really used it for the Lord. Yes. Yeah. Pam, tell us about your background.
1: Uh, I, too, am an entrepreneur. I uh, was raised by two very entrepreneurial parents, so the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, and um, ended up uh, wanting to go to law school. And My father said, come to Florida, go to work in the family pest control business, and uh, then I'll send you to law school, all the expenses paid. Six mm. months after I got down here, after graduating, he died very unexpectedly of a heart attack. And I ended up thrown into a family pest control business and uh, was going to just uh, proceed with the idea of maybe selling it and moving on. Um, turned out that that wasn't financially feasible. Twelve years later, I was still there running the family pest control business. And we took it from about $3 million in revenue to about $15 million in then I sold it to Waste Management, worked in a Fortune 500 company for a couple of years, running divisions for them, and then started a business called Acquisition Strategies, where I did merger and acquisition consulting and did that for about 17 years. So it's been an entrepreneurial journey for me as well.
2: Wow. There's a, so there's a strong foundation that you develop this identity and destiny to help other people. So where did the name come from? Well, the name actually
3: came from uh, i was involved in a ministry where one of the basic premises of the ministry was saying that a lot of the problems that we deal with in the western culture is because we lack a very clear identity if you look at the jewish the hebrew culture they have a very strong identity they go back hundreds thousands of years in history and if you have a jewish mother You have an identity. And they also had a strong destiny, a purpose, a direction in life. And this impacted me because I thought this is very true. People really don't know who they are in the eyes of the world.
0: All right, we're talking about what is your identity in Christ, what's
2: your destiny in Christ. Ross, take it away. Hey, Tom, we, as we segue to the second section here, uh, segment, you were talking about where the name came from, how God had put that on your heart. You were talking about identity and destiny and then purpose. So why don't you just continue there for a moment?
3: Well, the based on the fact that uh, you take, who you are in God and what his purpose or what his destiny is as he's defined it for you you put that together and you have purpose so I thought hmm that's an interesting name let's check it out well this was a couple years ago and if anybody's ever looked on google for a dot-com you know there aren't many left I went on put in identityanddestiny.com came up available said unbelievable here we go so that's how it landed. <laughs> so
2: if you were to define identity, uh, and perhaps you have a scripture that, that supported that as you were working together on this, what would that be, that, the definition of identity?
1: Well, for both identity and destiny, uh, I think what, what really is at the essence of what, we're, what we teach in the, in the workbook is it is from God's eyes. It's not the world, it's not what you come up with. A lot of the purpose programs that are out there in the marketplace, what Christian or otherwise, they do a lot of profiles, they do a lot of questionnaires, they do a lot of that, and then you're supposed to figure out what all that means and what your purpose is. What we say is that's only the beginning. You take all that information, you lay it before the the Lord and say, so Lord, what do you say about me? What is my identity? And the way we would describe identity is the very core essence of how God's created, wired, and designed you. Destiny is, how does God want to take all that and work in the world through you in the power of the Holy Spirit? You take those two things together, as Tom said, and that's your purpose.
2: Well, I know step one is to deal with uh, a program you use DISC, and mm-hmm. Tom, I got certified in DISC uh, through you, and so I know how important that is. But what was in, more important to me was bringing that all together from the God perspective. Mm-hmm. That is, I had done the the DISC for many years, but how you brought that to life is is really exciting. Well, the, the favorite story for me that shows the real meaning of
3: identity and the importance of having it from God is Gideon in the Bible. You think of Gideon, he was the smallest person in the smallest family, in the smallest clan, in the f- <laughs> smallest tribe, and here he is hiding in a wine press, and the angel of the Lord comes to him and says, what? mighty warrior. Mm-hmm. I picture him turning around, looking over his shoulder and going... Who are you talking to? Yeah. <laughs> but mighty warrior was who God saw him to be, and that's who he then grew into. So the importance of knowing God's identity for you can just
2: transform a life. That's really what it's all about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, what is your vision then with uh, identity and destiny? Where do you, what what, what is it you hope to accomplish uh, on behalf of God, Pam?
1: Uh, the first thing that God gave us as an assignment as we began to work through creating identity and destiny was um, a thousand licensed facilitators worldwide to be trained and equipped to go out and do this work one-on-one with with individuals. People can buy the workbook and go through it themselves. Uh, you can do it in small groups. We've got some videos that can support that. But the deepest, uh, most I- I- Intense work. Uh, the greatest level of outcome is when you work one-on-one with a coach. It's really amazing how that process unfolds.
2: Yeah, I, as you know, I, I worked with Kathy Norris, who mm-hmm. is one of your certified counselors here in, tra- in Tampa yes. Bay, and uh, we were slow learners. Uh, our group of uh, of three did it over ten weeks, uh-huh. uh, but it was uh, extremely uh, effective. Uh, Tell us about the mission. How do you plan to go from 70 to to 1,000? What? Uh, how are you going to deliver on that?
1: In the grace of God, number one, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by the power of the
3: Holy Spirit. Yeah, when he said a 1,000, it was like, uh, would just settle on 200? <laughs> so that's <laughs> why we no. knew <laughs> it was really from him. So... Um, Well, our mission is to help people answer the question, who am I and why am I here through God's eyes, to find the sweet spot of life as God defined it for them, and then to take that out into the world and impact the kingdom. So that's what we want to do and we're doing it through usual marketing activities so how does somebody get to be a trained identity and destiny
0: facilitator i mean if you're looking to take it from 70 to a thousand which is you know a pretty aggressive growth plan Mm -hmm. but yet this is an incredible program how do you get trained so you can be a, a an approved facilitator there's Don't a, fight over the answer, you guys. Yeah, yeah. there's
1: a couple different ways, but um, first and foremost, um, going through the program for yourself, um, making sure that it is something that you're really called and led to do. And once you confirm that, then being able to go through one of, one of two training programs we have. We find there are a lot of people who are in ministry and discipleship who don't necessarily want to build a coaching business doing this work. And we've got an online study course that allows them to be trained to do this at a very deep and effective level. Then we've also got our cert, our, our, our licensing program which takes Christian coaches and counselors and actually teaches them how to integrate this process step-by-step step into their business as a powerful tool. Because we believe anybody in Christian coaching and counseling, one of the foundational tools that they need to have in their professional toolbox is a program like Identity and Destiny that helps them build on a foundation of God's purpose for the individual's life. Otherwise, in the, particularly in coaching where you're planning and goal-setting and doing those kinds of things with the client, you're just shooting in the dark if you haven't got that one thing as the foundation
2: well this seven step plan is uh, is incredible because it's so intentional one step builds upon the prior step Mm -hmm. and that's uh Mm -hmm. that's that's what i really got excited about and so is it just for christians uh actually we uh have had
3: several salvations through this of people who Mm -hmm. weren't saved and we say that there's two major criteria that people have to agree to in order to go through the program and find it effective. First, they have to believe in God. They have to believe that they were created for a purpose and they just didn't crawl out of the slime and evolve. The second one is they have to... (laughs) Primordial goo. Yes, Yes, that's right. right. The second criteria is that they have to believe that the scriptures are a credible source of wisdom and guidance. They don't have to say it's the infallible inspired word of God is it a credible source of wisdom and guidance if they can say yes to those two things then identity and destiny will work with them and I've had several people who say hey yeah I can agree to that 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 works with me and as they went through it they eventually got to the point where they said I want more
2: Yeah, I want mm-hmm. close
3: closer relationship yeah.
0: well, Ross, and the what?
1: beautiful thing that, uh, that happened as we were creating the program and writing the workbook is God made it very clear to us that every single thing that went into that workbook, every step, every tool, every questionnaire and inventory, I think we've got about 25 different questionnaires and inventories. Some of them come straight out of secular resources, but God said, go to my word. If you can't support it in, in my word, then it doesn't belong in the book. And scripture is laced throughout the program.
0: Mm-hmm. Ross, I'd love for you to end the you know, this half hour just sharing your testimony and how you got exposed to the Identity and Destiny
2: program and how it made an impact on your life and then I'll share it after the top of the half hour. Well the interesting thing was that Tom was one of my coaches through the C12 experience becoming a chair. And so I was aware of the Identity and Destiny program. Didn't know how to do it, how to get involved, and then met Kathy Norris uh, through a a Christian networking group that I was involved in. And uh, she made this, extended this offer. And for me, it wasn't as much, Tom, about this. I'm going to go back to your uh, sharing uh, your relationship with Christ, Pam. It It was more of Oh, now I get it why all of these experiences in my life were aligning me for this. Mm -hmm. And there were things that after a 33 year career with the Boy Scouts of America as an executive uh, director, that if anyone should have understood what their values were. Mm -hmm. But when I went through that exercise, that was it was just an affirmation. Uh, that those were the five words. Those weren't words that I came up with. It was going through your questionnaire and then when I read it, it was like Wow, and then my identity is to be that I am a uh, an encourager and a challenger. Uh, Jim alluded to that earlier, and uh, that just came. It, it just I was so aware of that by the by the time we were done with the uh, seven steps and uh, going through all of the exercises, and it was painless. It was enjoyable, and it was wow. Awesome. How exciting. Awesome. No, awesome. It,
0: This is an incredible program. We're, we're talking today on the I Work For Him show about identity and destiny. and It's a it's a, it's a a workbook that I went through starting in March, and I finished in July, so it took me 12 weeks. <laughs> um, but it made an incredible impact just in fine-tuning where I think God was taking the I Work For Him ministry. So I recommend you go out there and check out identityanddestiny.com. That's identity, the word identity, the word and, and the word destiny, identityanddestiny.com.
2: Yeah, I know that everyone gets something different uh, from the Identity and Destiny program. And there have to be some key messages that are, you know, that you just feel like are at the core. So share them with us, would you, Pam?
1: Actually, there are. There's three. Um, The first one is. Um, we believe that so, there's so many places in this world that people get messages about who they are, about their worth, about their value, and oftentimes those are negative. And the message that God wants us to share through identity and destiny is you're okay just the way God made you. Now run with that. And the, and the, and the run with it part is stop trying to be somebody else. Um, as uh, John Maxwell says, when you're trying to be someone else, you'll never be anything but a bad imitation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't that true? And
1: uh, so we just need to get 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 comfortable in who God's designed and wired and created us to be, because when we do that, that's when we are our very best.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, the second message is there is purpose in your pain, and there is hope in the hard places, and that's a message that He really put in my heart because there's oftentimes those places that have been the most painful, the places where we think uh, am I damaged goods? Uh, Is my life worthy? Uh, You know, can I be of any good to God? Would He even want to use me? And what we would say is oftentimes it is those painful things, it is those things that have been most difficult, that you've come through, that you've survived, that the Holy Spirit has carried you through is now how He wants to use you in this world. And sometimes I think it is only by that experience that he's able to equip you to say, I've walked in your shoes. There's hope on the other side of this and I can help you find it. Amen. The third message is about um, discipleship. The, the whole last half of our book is all about um, learning to seek God, to hear his voice, to know that that is possible and to be able to know that you can trust what you're hearing and, and it's, it's reliable that you can act on that, that you can live based on that. And so that's uh, that's the third message: is um, you can talk to God; He will speak to you. This isn't this isn't like the old shell game where He keeps moving around, doesn't want to tell you who you are and what you're meant to do here. Um, we believe He wants everybody to know that clearly, and He wants them to step into it and live it.
2: Yeah, it's it's so true that that God wants us in our weakness, so mm-hmm. that it, it can be all about him Amen. guiding and directing our lives mm-hmm. and uh, we just uh, just a few weeks ago Jim you featured Sarah Young's devotion um, Jesus Calling mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's a theme that Sarah Young uses over and over again walk mm-hmm. with me and I will take you in your weakness mm-hmm. and make you strong in me so Tom Let's let's go from there and and talk a little bit about uh, some of the benefits of people living out their purpose. That's what you, your uh, whole intention was, as you shared earlier. So, as they're identifying their purpose, what are the benefits that you've seen?
3: Well most people really don't have a good understanding of themselves they don't understand their communication style their thinking style their core values their gifts their passions and what we do is we really give them an opportunity to take this complete inventory of themselves and see themselves at one time in one place all together where executives that i've worked with with sit back and go wow now i understand this about myself and why i can't stand to do this and why this person gives me a hard time and they get insight like they've never had before and what we like to say is we help them identify their sweet spot in life that spot that god has designed for them where they're supposed to be living that leads to the abundant life so they identify that they know it They get up every day, there's energy, there's power, there's passion, they wanna go forward and do things because they're doing the things that come natural to them because that's the way they've been developed. So that's some of the benefits. Uh, Living in the sweet spot, knowing where they're supposed to go, having confidence that they're on the right track, having clarity of the direction that they were supposed to pursue, those types of things are what really is creating fear, fatigue, and frustration in most people
2: today as they live their daily lives and in all of that there's a great feeling of peace mm-hmm. we, we talk about that in this season mm-hmm. that we're, we're talking about finding peace instead of all of the, the, the chaos and the running to the mall or doing what I, whatever tasks we feel like we're driven to do and this purpose really does help you identify that peace Yeah, it's, it's so important well, I
0: think what I loved most about going through this program, and I'm going to share my testimony during the last segment, but just you guys are normal people. And after we sat down a couple, two, three months ago, we shared your, Well, okay, you're normally screwed up people just like everybody else. You're flawed. You got issues just like everybody else. You know, you're you not sitting here as experts in, wow, well, we have perfected life. And so here you go. I mean, you guys, you guys screwed up just like me, just mm-hmm. like Ross. Well, Ross doesn't screw up near as much, but you know. And I loved that, that that God, and it was obvious to me when I went through this workbook how God inspired this because it is a moving work of god i I mean you could just tell that this was way bigger than you guys oh yeah this was Mm -hmm. it just it's cool i mean it's something that i recommend every christian business owner to go through it's what i recommend every christian employee to go through but here's the real twist i've worked with a lot of pastors and missionaries here's this is what every pastor Needs to go through. Mm-hmm. And you know what, pastors, if you're listening, you need to go, don't think you know everything. This is incredible on in how God can fine tune your vision. But this is what every missionary needs to go through. Mm-hmm. I've run into a lot of missionaries who aren't really sure why they are where they are. And this is the beginning of the process of God taking them from where they are and who they are to who they need to be so He can use them. And, and so I recommend this for any believer. This program, I recommend.
1: Well, and it's interesting because there are many people who've gone through the program thinking that they were ready to make a change. And God's actually confirmed that he's got them exactly where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't always happen, but I think they come into it thinking, okay, God's going like, to give me the new plan. Yeah. And oftentimes it's not about that. And in fact, it's it, at the very core, it's not about what you're going to do. It's who you're going to be mm-hmm. in the context of what you're doing. So you can be who God's created you to be no matter what you're doing. As I say, my with my, pur- with my purpose, my identity statement is I am a peacemaker. Now, I am coming from that place no matter what I'm doing. I do it when I'm coaching. I do it when I'm talking to my daughter on the phone. I do it when I'm talking to a friend. I am always coming from that place because that's who God wired me to be.
2: Yeah, that is—it's really exciting. That it's not about the doing; it's about the being and who God has wired you to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's—you know—if someone's having a baby today, you know that God is still in the business of doing miracles. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, and there are families that hopefully that they recognize that. And having you in your area of purpose is again. Is that is of God in that, uh, in that very same way. And I know for me, as I shared my testimony earlier, it gave me clarity of thought. I've shared that with you, Tom, on, on other occasions. Clarity of thought. So what has this done, Pam, for you? Now that you've been taking people through this, the book was published in two thousand ten, about there. Mm-hmm. And so what has it done for you folks?
1: Other than humbled us to our <laughs> knees. <laughs> we often have asked ourselves, um why would God use us? Why would He pick us? And it, it, talk about being made, uh, see, being seen strong through your weakness. Um, we're example A and B, right, Tom? You bet. <laughs> but um, as as I as I think about that, uh, it's no wonder that uh, we've connected uh, not just through identity and destiny, Jim, but uh, we're connected by by mission and purpose as well. Because what I think has happened for Tom and I both is a couple of things. First and foremost is we believe that ministry happens everywhere. Ministry happens, two to three percent of people will be called into being a pastor or being on staff at a church. That leaves 97, 98 percent, the rest of us out there to say, so what do I do? Well, we believe that once you understand who you are, how God's wired you, what you're supposed to do, that you can go out into the marketplace and be doing that full time, all the time. The mission field is right out your back door, and so we have, we have come to a place in our life where there is no separation between the secular and the sacred. There is no separation between who we are and what we do. They are fully integrated, and it has all happened as a result of committing our lives to identity and destiny.
0: And what's really cool is that it's not after they've gone through your program. There are so many other fantastic Christian organizations outside of the church that are training up Christians in the workplace. C12 is one of them. Yes. And Ross, as you know, there's so many good ones out there. C12 is one of the tops that that says, "Okay, let me take you and start discipling you and how to how to do this in the workplace."
1: Yes. Yes.
2: It, the great thing is that Tom in writing this material along with Pam. Tom, you've been a member of C12 Group... Uh, nine years. Nine years. And uh, it's been an incredible part of your life, and uh, I know you're you're an active part of that uh, executive roundtable over there in the New Tampa. So, as we look at this, Jim likes to wrap up every Monday evening with the one thing that you would say to a Christ-following business owner. is the, Do you have that? You gave me clarity. What would be the message that you'd like to to share with others, perhaps? I think the thing that
3: has come out of both Identity and Destiny and C12 and my growth as a Christian over the last 12 years is that your, your business or your job is your ministry. Yeah. And based on the parable of the talents where you're given certain tools and the lord wants you to do something with it and you're going to have to account for it at the end what you've done you don't want to be that servant who buried it in the ground no (laughs) so if you're just living through a monotonous life and you're just plugging along trying to get through it you really need to step up and look at what you've got Inventory what you have, not what you don't have or you wish you had. But what do I have? What has He given me? And that's my calling. I've got to do it. It's my mission. It's my ministry. I got to move forward with it.
0: All right. Listen. Have your has your life been radically affected by Jesus Christ? Are you running a business? Are you working in a business? Does it look different than your competition run by a non Christ follower? Are you perplexed on how to incorporate your faith into your business so that your business does look and feel different? If these questions, if you're just wondering, hey, is my Christian business, should it look different? I encourage you to check out Business His Way. It's a biblical mentoring process designed for you to learn how to follow our Lord in your workplace. Brought to you by C12 Tampa Bay and I Work For Him. For more information, contact me, Jim, at IWorkForHim.com. That's Jim at IWorkForHim.com. Next week on the I Work For Him show, we'll be talking with 2B1 Ministries about their marriage mentoring program and how it is working along alongside Christian entrepreneurs to make sure their marriage is solid so that their business can be solid. Make sure you tune in. It's a two-part show both on the 23rd and on the 30th. About my advertisers, my sponsors are people I trust, people you could trust. Please do business with them. Look for the links to their company websites listed on our website, iWorkForHim.com On the iWorkForHim website, you'll find all kinds of great resources, including the show schedule, the guest schedule, and all kinds of recommended resources for incorporating Christ into your workplace. If you would like to get your message out to thousands, you can advertise. on iWorkForHim him as well, contact me, Jim, at iworkforhim.com. Thank you to my guests today, Tom and Pam Wolf with Identity and Destiny. Thank you, thank you. Well, you can find out more about them at identityanddestiny.com. Ross Harrop, thank you very much for co-hosting with me today. You did a fantastic job. Please take time to like us on Facebook. Thank you to Chris Dunn for being a great engineer. If you found today's show valuable contact me, Jim at IWorkForHim.com. You've been listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg and Ross Harris. I am a Christ follower. I own my own business. I don't know about you, Tampa Bay, but I work for him.